0: what up doe howdy we are back Um, took a week off yeah you know what i'm saying it was a very trying time in the united states so very much so uh but we're back and we're gonna give you what you want to hear and that's more sports knowledge to the best of our ability, which is a very limited amount. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first thing we want to cover, get it right off the bat, no pun intended, um, is baseball. <laughs> no. You like that, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. oh, by the way, it's been a while. Sean Crow here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Benavides, Matthew Thomas. Michael Gregory. Ooh, we are in midseason form. Uh, yeah. I say midseason, but there could be no season at all. What a great tra- what a great transition. Um so looking at uh, as of yesterday, so now of course we just talked about it a second ago, there was new uh what is it called? progressions in the case of baseball. Yeah. Um this is what I have as of yesterday. So as of yesterday, 10:51 a.m., Carl Ravage tweets out that um the MLB has put in another proposal. They've been going back and forth about, you know, whether it should be 40 games or 50 games and, and 50% prorated salary or, you know, whatever, whatever. So the last thing that was, uh, was, was Carl Ravers tweet out 1051. And the time is important. And I'll tell you why in a second uh, they wanted MLB proposed 75% prorated salary. Okay. 76 game season, which gotcha. was up from the last thing they had did was 50 games. Yep. Right. Um, but the players last thing they sent out was 117. So right in the middle 76 in between 50 and 117. Okay. Um, playoff pool money. Um, The season ends September 27th, and uh, the playoffs end at the end of October. So kind of the same schedule. Mm -hmm. We're just shortening it down. Okay. Literally 10 minutes later, uh, (laughs) um, CBS Sports' Bob Nightingale tweets that the MLBPA considers the offer a step backwards. Oh, boy. Um, NFL – I'm sorry, NFL. MLBPA, (laughs) the players are wanting 100% pro rata. Um, My question to you guys what gets done? How many games? What pro-rated percentage? Will there even be a season? See that every
1: day that goes by, I mean, they're they're losing days here. I mean, so if they want to keep that October kind of playoff thing, that they that's their it's niche. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Uh, that's
2: what they're. Known they need for. to
1: hurry up because I mean, they're losing games essentially. So I mean, okay. I'm thinking it's going to be anywhere from sixty to eighty games. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the owners. They don't want to pay a full prorated salary, and the players, that's all they want. Hmm. But they need to find a happy medium. Um, yeah. I think anywhere from 60 to 80 games would probably get it done. You do a playoff pool of money, and then uh, as far as percentage, if they I, I think if they can get eight, like 85%. Right. You know, I mean, hey. This whole season's a loss for everybody. Oh, pretty much. It's yeah. done. It's, it's a wrap. There's no, I mean, you're not going to make the revenue that you were. Now, granted, if you would have came out a month ago and then this, you probably would have made a lot of money because there's no sports. But now NBA is rolling yeah. July 31st. Yeah, they're
2: going to get out there before before you will, for sure, no matter how this happens
0: yeah and it was crazy because it was they looked at it as like we were in the 11th hour like we're 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 getting close we're almost getting something done like Mm -hmm. your boy trevor bauer came out and was like oh we're absolutely (laughs) gonna play like this is gonna happen and it just like each day like you said it looks like we're further and further away from Mm -hmm. the goal you know what hates
1: i i hate seeing too all these players are like i'm preparing like we're having a season well you better (laughs) like what are you doing now like are you just sitting
2: like please tell me if I we imagine.
1: resumed in two weeks. You guys would be ready. Yeah.
2: And ready if they're smart, it. I got to tell you, if they're smart, what they would do, because the numbers are there, if you would just start 4th of July with no all-star game and go straight to the crowd pleaser and like just bring in a home run derby. I yeah. think that'd
1: be a great way to start it off.
2: And then play like you said. I mean, you could go, so, a regular season is 162 games. You could cut that in half. Yeesh. You know? Cut it in half, go 81, start it at where the All Star game would go, mm-hmm. prorate it like you're going to. I mean, knowing these guys, it's All Star game is normally what, August? It's it's the 4th of July. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's always 4th of July.
1: Now, the only bad thing with 4th of July, I mean, that's that's close. So, are you yeah, going yeah. to give these guys another kind of spring training and get No, nah, no. You're just going to throw them well in there and pet. say, hey. We are well,
2: Pat.
0: Well, well, there has to be because because NBA is doing it. NBA is doing it. What's you got to like, give them years? like
1: uh, like a, a two three weeks to yeah. get like at least. I mean, NBA is doing what eight
2: games. Let's so see, and then
0: see ten games for me. And they get uh, almost a month of training
2: camp. Yeah, for me, that's part of the problem. Uh, y'all should have been in shape. What would you? Well, well
0: no, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're a professional athlete. Your body is your job.
2: That's you know what it. Mean, like, what? So why do I need to give you more time on top? I I can see it from that angle I think and that it's angle. angle it's like a only chemistry thing. The only yeah. thing I could see is maybe the pitchers need a little more time because you got to, you really
1: haven't simulated oh eight absolutely game. You're yeah. not going to be doing that, so yeah. maybe you know. But hey,
2: at, yeah, that's if year. we got baseball, this, this hey, is the year the middle reliever. Justin Verlander
1: or Jacob uh, Degrom, <laughs> what four innings and then
2: that's it. Not the bullpen. I just want to see some offense. And see, that's why that's I sure. say go half the season because those first ten that's games right. are a wash. Nobody's coming at their full potential, anyways.
0: Okay, so so getting back to the to the question is. Question number one: uh, How many games do you think they're going to do? So some they uh, MLB sent out seventy six MLB MLBPA once one seventeen. I
1: think what today came out the. Uh Major League uh, Players Association, they wanted what 89, 89 is what they proposed. I think, proposed. I think
0: that was the MLB or the Players Association? That was the Players Association. Oh, so they went from 117 to 89?
1: See, the reason why the Players Association,
2: they want more games, they'll get more money.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Of so course, I mean, yeah. That makes I more sense. So. And the owners, hey, let's play less games, so I don't have to pay you as much. Yeah.
2: You know? I think, like I said, 81 is the magic number for me because... It makes the math of this whole thing so much easier. That's exactly half the season. I, I
1: think with the players' associations saying 89 games,
2: I think now
1: they can start to compromise. They might not get a full hundred percent, which yeah. I if they get anywhere from 85 to 95, you have to start just like all right,
2: we I see at that point, you know, you're making so much either way, whether it's pro rated or not. Like give give just a little so we can get back to this. Because I I could not imagine as a fan only not being able to watch baseball because you were petty over millions of dollars.
0: Yeah. And so so but this is the thing is and I was I was uh, listening to the Pat McAfee pod and they were talking about how like um MLB is the the players association is in a weird spot because they can't uh go on strike because something about like the contracts like it, okay. it, it would be cuz it's not that I forget what the rules were, but there's some sort of stipulation where they can't go on strike or else they, w- they wouldn't get any money. Which yeah, like, is is so, so it's basically if I'm the owner, like you can just wait this out because yeah. essentially what he was saying was I'm going to offer you 75% pro right? Right. If you don't want to take that, if you're going to quote unquote go on strike, okay, cool. Yeah, then I don't have to pay anything. Yeah. Then I save all this money. So, at the point, you know, when you say it gets to 85 95%, now you're kind of just splitting hairs here. And I understand yeah. for a lot of guys, that's top-tier money. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you willing to give up everything for a little bit? You exactly. Know what I mean? that commissioner, In the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine if the commissioner says, all right, everybody come back now? Like, you would almost have to. It's like yeah. your job telling you, hey, you need to come back now or you're fired, like, or the season's done. I mean, if they yeah. came out and said that, <laughs> I guess they might be... And Gotta if there ahead. is no MLB, the draft is tomorrow. The Detroit Tigers <laughs> have the first pick. I don't know who they're going to pick. Hey, good luck to them. But T- there's, T- if there's, T- no, T- there's no season, how do you determine the next year's draft for 2021? Do the T- Detroit Tigers get it just because, hey, they had the previous bad record? I'm Detroit.
2: I'm, 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 I am, I'm no saying season. no
1: season. You know, we'll, we'll only have to suck for one last year. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, I mean, at that rate, what do you do with those guys who were caught in this year? Like, they're not going to go back to college. They can't go back to college. What are they going to do?
0: Okay. So, you say 81 games. What did you you say? I'm thinking, like, 85. Okay, so then what's the pro-rated percentage? Because that's that's what it's really – I think people are getting caught up on here. It's really the pro-rated percentage.
1: I think if they start getting – I would say – I'd say 80 to 90. If they got 85, 88 – like, how do you not take that yeah.
0: if I'm a player?
2: Okay. I mean, I think 70 to 80% would be
0: and then ideal. Then, and then last question is, will will there even be a season? What do you think? As of right now, June 9th, 8, 11 p.m., what do you think?
1: You know, if you would have asked me two days ago, I would have said no. Um, now I feel more optimistic. I think there will be a season. I don't know for how long. I don't know when it's going to start. But I do think there will be games late.
2: Yeah, I think so as well. I think there will be a season. I just think... uh you know, I think everybody just wants to get what, you know, what's theirs, which I get that. But
0: mm-hmm. So from the possible death of one league to the birth of another, <laughs> um, with death, there is life. Yeah. And uh, the NBA is back. Yeah. And I cannot tell you as, as I, you know, I can get into the baseball talks, but only to, to such a certain extent. You guys know that's not really where my knowledge is. Right. Or where my love is. I'll put it that way. Um, or both. Let's be honest. Uh, but basketball is back. I'm excited. Game one of the NBA Finals was like supposed to be a week ago, and I saw somebody tweet that, and I was like, God damn! Like, wow. This so this is what they decided. It'll be a 22 game single site format. They're all gonna play in Orlando. Um, the bottom eight stay home. Sorry, I don't Atlanta. feel I don't oh, yeah. feel bad for you if at the time you, they were like 21 and 40. Like God, yeah, you'll yeah be you used to dance. Um, so it's gonna be an eight game season. Um, but here's the kind of cool part that I liked about it was at the end of this eight game season, if the difference between the eight seed and the nine seed is a close difference, or what they're saying is four games, if they're within four games, the nine seed and the eight seed, those two teams will do a play in game for the final spot. Ooh. Now, here's the thing. If the eight, if the eight seed wins, they're in. Boom. Yeah. If the ninth seed wins, they play again the next night. And that's a winner take all game. Ooh-hoo-hoo. So if you're in the ninth seed, you pretty much have to win two games in a row. If you're the eighth seed, you just win one and you're in. What right? happens
1: if nine and 10
0: are the same record? It would only be eight and nine. Okay. Oh, you said if they're the same yeah, record? I same guess record. you'd have to look at like conference record or oh, the head yeah, like to head record. I, I um, love it. Uh, so yeah. Um, the playoffs will start. Yeah. Um, they're going to tip off. Well, the season will tip off July 31st. Excuse me. Um, and then July 9th. Through 11th, the teams will arrive in Orlando. Tip off will start the 31st, um, and some kind of key dates to look at going forward because now we're pushing up against the 21, the 2021 season. Yeah. Um. So the the lottery will now be August 25th. Yeah. The draft is October 15th. October 18th is free agency, and then boom, literally like three weeks later, on November 10th, you have training camp, and then opening night starts December 1st, which is sad because I would love to see opening day on Christmas Day.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Opening day, Christmas Day, but I guess the reason why they said they didn't do that was because they want to keep the basketball players like on track for um, the twenty twenty one Olympics because that got pushed back. So they don't want right, them too right. tired to not be able to go to the Olympics and, that makes and, sense. And, and win by twenty instead of by forty. I've yeah, heard of rumors
1: too; they might cut back on the next season. They might. Cut you know double headers or certain games just to kind of leave some stress if since they are doing this new format. Yeah. Do you think the NBA missed a chance doing just a whole bracket March Madness kind of seeding?
0: I think it would be awesome for that, but I think another reason why they said like they only wanted to do like legit contending teams and with you know obviously there's I think it's like 13 from the West and nine from the East. Mm -hmm. So if you're the ninth seed, uh, I'm not sure who that is. I think it's. Washington at this point? I, say, I think it's DC. Yeah. Um, they're just they're just trying they're the only ones contending. Yeah. There's no 10th Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, so they're just trying to get in. Um, obviously the West is stacked. So and and that's what brings an interesting conversation about strength of schedule. So you have a lot of teams, uh, like the Lakers and the Clippers who have played all their tough games already that they were looking towards the end of the season. It's like, oh, we finally got some you know, some easy games. Yeah. <laughs> we can kind of relax. Right. Now they gotta come back and they gotta play. The Clippers, they got to play the Raptors. They got to play yeah. the Sixers. You know what That's I mean? So the sweet. Rockets. It's like a, every team is going through a murderer's row. It's a Deadpool essentially. You're just going through playoffs. Yeah, I mean, essentially, if if you're the top upper echelon of like the uh, excuse me, Lakers, Clippers, uh you know, stuff like that, like you don't really have anything to worry about in these eight games. Yeah, but teams who are on that bubble, Ooh, that yeah. eight nine seed bubble, you know, seven eight nine seed bubble in the West, like. <laughs> Now, now I got to go play LeBron, Kawhi, Joel. Yeah. I mean, and, like, I got to play all these teams back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I could yeah, have the Hawks. Yeah, I was supposed to have the Hawks, the Magic, and, like, the freaking Suns. But now I got to play, like, Giannis, LeBron, and Kawhi back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. That's insane. So that sucks for teams who have a really bad strength of schedule. But I'll be honest, I don't care because NBA is back, and I couldn't be more excited. Oh, it's yeah. going
1: to be wild, man. I, I'm so stoked for this right now.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if they've sent out the the schedules just yet, like what that eight games eight game schedule is going to look like. Right, but I'm really excited to see. Oh, teams. I think they leaked. Yeah, some it's an eight game. It nah, eight game regular season, and then from there the playoffs will start.
1: I just I, remember right. looking. I thought they leaked the Rockets, and I remember looking at it, and I was like, "Poor PJ Tucker," because <laughs> they went small ball now. They don't have a center, so now he's got to go against uh, Joel and Giannis, and yeah. you know, all right. the big
0: they. Boys. They very well may have put the, the schedules. I haven't seen them yet. If they have, but. It's it's just crazy to think, like, some teams who are on the bubble they are like, oh, sweet, you know, we have the Suns coming up. And then after that, we got the Kings. It's like, no. No. You now have LeBron (laughs) and Kawhi and Giannis in three out of four days.
1: The huge, huge win for the NBA. I mean, this is (laughs) kind of what we needed now. We just needed some sports. And this is going to be – they're going to get so many returning people just –
0: or people that have never seen NBA. Yeah. They're going to tune in and watch. And also it's great, like, I mean – As a Sixers fan, I'm biased because before we left for the break, Ben had been out for like three weeks and Joel had just got hurt. So now you have every team essentially should have their fullest staff. Mm -hmm. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's had like two months off to get rest and get back in the gym. They're going to (laughs) have three weeks uh, to practice, it looks like, or about two weeks to practice. And then we're hitting the ground running on the 31st.
1: Except Lamarcus Aldridge. He's having
2: surgery. That's all. Oh, really? Really? (laughs) Why didn't you get it two months ago? You know? Uh,
0: Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, what do you think they do as far as fans go? That's the interesting thing. So, it looks like it's going to be nobody in there Uh, from what I've read. It looks like it's just going to be them in the room. But, like, I love basketball trash talk probably more (laughs) than any other sport. Like, imagine just hearing, like, LeBron or, like, you know, just not even so much trash talk. Boogie Cousins would be my favorite. (laughs) this <laughs> trash talk is just top-notch yeah. but you know you, you got so many guys who like talk a lot so you'll you'd, you'd have you got patrick beverly will be there with the clips oh like man. you got I'd love to hear you that got, again joel who's, who's a big he's now he said he's gonna dial it back but oh, um no. uh, I, I,
1: now, is the, I now is the time now is the time to just, as soon
0: as you get yeah. the playoffs going boom but i know i'm better. all in and we'll kind of talk about that in a second with, with football and, and, and how they're gonna you know kind of have players mic'd up. But I, I think you're, you'll really get to see kind of like the intellectual side of the game when you yeah. have guys like LeBron um, and, and James Harden and Russ who are, you know, really smart players who are going to be calling out to their teammates and kind of, you know, it's not a lot. Of, it's it's kind of hard to hear the voices like during the live games because there's so much fans going on. You oh, see them pointing and yelling. Yeah. but. To be able to hear, like, switch, you know, but just see Patrick Beverly. I don't know. You can hear that at a
1: Rocket Stadium because it's always empty. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love the
0: Rocket slander. Yeah. Nobody at those games. No. Uh, Yeah.
1: You know, back – so you mentioned mic to up players. This was something that the MLB was utilizing for their spring training. Remember they got two weeks? Yeah. They were allowing people to wear mics, and they were kind of showing that little hidden kind of niche or – The inside scoop of the players—that was a neat thing. And now that the NBA, there is no people in the stands, so you're going to hear these conversations. It's just going to—you're going to connect with them so much more.
0: And imagine just like Russ off of like a break dunks and one, and just screaming and like just hearing him like going on. And it's going to echo him and you know him and Paul George got history. So hearing them chirp at each other, if you know, oh, the Rockets and, and Clippers ever, you know, come against each even other. Even Pat Beverly have That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be oh, so good. Oh. You put the games on like a 10, 15 second delay so you can, you know, bleep out the cursor. <laughs> you're going like, like, to have to have it on a delay. But, you yeah. know, if it's 20, 30 seconds, like, who cares? That's who weird. cares? Come um, on. But uh, I, and, and the funny thing that I'm imagining is because they're all playing in Orlando at the Disney yeah. uh, Worldwide, what is it? Uh, Worldwide, a wide world sports complex, right? So, I just imagine. I don't know if you guys played basketball like middle school or high school, but mm-hmm. it was basically like you know, like the JV team was playing, or like the, the ninth grade team was playing, like varsity was in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine just like you see, like the Rockets are playing the Clippers, and then you got like the Lakers up there, and LeBron is just sitting there with his headphones and they're just watching just like at a high school basketball awesome. tournament, just seeing like That's other awesome. teams just, just getting. It. I mean, get, I doubt they would do that because they probably got, you don't think they'd like sex it off.
1: The court? And you can definitely do it. I feel like if I was a player, I'd want to see I'd want see
0: at least the first half and then, you yeah. know, at the end of the half. And that's exactly how it was in high school. Like when yeah. we had basketball tournaments, yeah. it was like, okay, you know, when they, you know, we're up next, so we'll watch the first half. At halftime, we'll go in the locker room, we'll get changed, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. And then we come out for warm-ups after that. But I can, just, you know, and I think even to a certain res- like a certain extent, like I think they do that in college basketball too, during the college basketball playoff, or college yeah, College Basketball, March, March. Madness. Yes. The, the players who are up next, like they're waiting to play. I would just love I would just think that would so, that'd be so cool. Can you imagine seeing like just grown men in the, the bleachers just yeah. cheering?
1: Yeah. And like someone just break away, done? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great.
0: Oh, man. So I'm excited. So basketball is, is, is on schedule. And speaking of also being on schedule, the NFL looks like it is – all systems go, they're ready to go. God, uh, they better be, they've had enough time, <laughs> you know what I really? mean? Like, they're they got they were the luckiest ones uh, yeah. to kind of branch out. And again, some kind of key dates to look at. Um, this weekend, June 11th to the 13th, <clears throat> excuse me, mandatory mini camp start. Hey. Um, so, players will be starting to report. Um, end of July, I think it's like the 28th, 29th, like that, whatever that weekend is, is the opening of training camp. Yeah, um, August 8th. Starts preseason and then September fifth is regular season. Yeah. So everything looks to be all good. Right. Um Question is, and like we said, we were talking about that is uh, how will COVID nineteen kind of affect the twenty twenty season? Um, so some things that I've seen where uh, they're going to have the lockers six feet apart. I
1: read that. I,
2: are the locker rooms
1: big enough? Absolutely so that's a not. No. I can
2: mean, tell. Now, if you were to skip a locker. That might be close. Yeah, so that's what I've heard. But no, the lockers are... No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, but So, okay. I can so, tell you from
2: first-hand experience, no, they're they're not... They're...
0: Yeah, right on top of the yeah.
2: other. So probably, probably the width of this table right here.
0: Is what, two lockers? Is a locker. No.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's
0: about three feet. I thought it'd be yeah. less than that.
2: No, I mean... You these, gotta put these, your
0: shoulder pads and these are... Oh, you're right, you're right. You can tell I never Shoes, played. And you know, you know it's like pads. And, so, okay, so... The, one thing that I saw was they were like, "Oh, they could put like the rookies and the young guys in like another room, the cheerleading but, room." But why? <laughs> why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you just put offense and defense in two different rooms? That would make the most sense.
2: I don't know if they have the space. Like honestly, you, you have two rooms. Do you have two locker rooms? Uh, there's a main locker room and the, no. No, you have one locker room.
0: That's what I'm saying. So where does this uh, go? So you would, sure to, you, you would have
2: to cut out, like... I know the, room, the your truck have a room. room as well. They I mean, do, so but I, it's I not connected he... to the locker room. There, for instance, the Texans locker room,
0: you would... It is on the... Listen up if you guys want to break into the Texans locker right? room. Right. It
2: is... Uh, well, it's on the interior, so you'd never get there. But it's on the northeast side of the stadium. And the cheerleader locker room is on the south side of the, st- of the stadium. So, so I mean, they're not even remotely connected. Yeah, right? I guess that makes
1: sense. That was so, In my head, but, I was thinking opposing
2: cheerleaders also have a locker room. So you could like, you know, yeah. there are four locker
1: rooms essentially.
2: There's but no- there are areas of that locker room you could definitely dial back, like the hot tub room and, uh, you know. Yeah,
0: uh, training room.
2: Well, you have that. That's, that was across the They have their whole Remember? shoe room. That shoe room's massive. Work. With all the Nike and – Yeah. yeah well, true. The equipment room is huge. Yeah.
0: So another thing that I saw that you know they could bring up is, is rookie development. D- with being away from the teams, they're not getting to practice, they're not getting those reps. Um, will that make them worse? Are we seeing guys like Justin Herbert, Tua are – Are they not starting week one because maybe they haven't gotten around to play? My thing is – Okay. Or does it make them better? Because literally now, like one thing that I've seen just following football players on social media, like they're all learn, they're all in the playbook. That's yeah. all you can do. If anything, you should know the playbook front to back by now. Like, I don't yeah. want no excuses. Not it's like, well, we were at practice and I had to do this no, and I had to I go, go do it. this. Now, no, we're you were nowhere. Yeah. Now all you have to do or all you can do for the most part, obviously, now they're kind of opening up. Yeah. But for the past couple of weeks, all you've been able to do is film, study, film, study, film, that's study. So you should like know. Now great. I understand knowing the film and going out there and yeah. playing is two totally different things, but at least that's half the battle, especially if you're a quarterback um, who you're trying to get early reps like Herbert, Tua, and... yeah,
1: Quarterback, Mark. it might be a little tough. I mean, but like Titus Howard from the Texans, he came out and said that he goes, as a rookie last year, it was difficult. He goes... Honestly, it could be a little easier because, like you said, you have the playbook now, and they're on a Zoom call. He goes, all offensive linemen are on a Zoom call, and that's all they do for about an hour, two hours a day. He goes, we didn't really have that when I was here last year. But, yeah, cool. so we had mean, the
0: meeting, and then you know. You're so out. I mean,
1: I think as a rookie, you're gonna you should have the knowledge, and you should be able to carry that to the field. Now, that's probably going to be the extra step. Can you? Do what you studied and bring it onto the field. I guess that's what makes you a professional athlete. Yeah. Make or break there. Yeah.
0: It's just it's it's interesting because uh, I was listening uh to Malik Jackson, uh the defense lineman for the Eagles. He was talking about that same thing. He was like, That's you know, he's like in meetings, you can sit in the back, the lights <laughs> are off, it's dark because yep. they're showing the projector, and you can put your hoodie on, you can kind of slip out. In the zoom call, the the camera's right on your face. Yeah. Like they said they they're not allowed to turn the cameras off. So like the coaches oh, oh, oh. can constantly see if you're paying attention and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so it's crazy that not being in the same room, you have way more accountability. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just see their face <laughs> yeah. like zoomed in. Probably have more participation too. Oh, you would doubt. think. You would think. So, you know, you see guys that are that are are able to get together and go out and go practice together. Um, but just hearing that like everything's gonna be good and everything's gonna be on schedule is interesting to see. Uh, another thing, which we were kind of talking about uh, with basketball and, and baseball, was like the empty stands. You know, what does that look like? How do you get players kind of fired up? It's going to be weird. Do you pump in crowd noise to See, get them excited? It's
1: odd because some states have already passed, like the Texas
2: 50%. 50%. That's. 35,000 people in NRG. I almost called it Reliant. Good Lord. Wow, that's old school there. Yikes.
1: But I mean, I think it was 50% or at least a quarter, I know for sure. Really? It got
0: bumped up from 25 to 50 in Texas. Yeah, it's it's 50%. So you're going to have
1: people there. Price Do you, is going to be absurd. Oh, and, uh, Do you have
0: to make it the same for all teams though? Like if if Absolutely Texas not. if Texas is fifty percent, but say Ohio is only twenty five percent. If I'm Cleveland, am I am I like, hey, when I go play Houston, they need to be at twenty five percent because we were only allowed to no, win. Yeah, but see, that
2: completely defeats that,
1: the purpose. That kind of comes into. You know, unfortunately, politics and Trump is yeah. letting, you know, states relegate what they want to do. So the state has a say. So Texas is like, hey, I'm doing 50%. I don't give a damn what LA is doing. LA could do 0%. Zero zero yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, they. Well, like, fans are going to be at 0%. Yeah. Now, either way. No, no one's going to the Rams games either. Either way. It's
0: a, it's a shame that that nice stadium is going to have. No but I mean, there. like,
1: as a fan, are you, are you willing to uh, come? Would I you percent. go to a stadium? No. I mean, I don't know I if I would go with 35,000 people.
0: So check die. this out. Um, one thing I was listening to Rich Eisen, he was talking about a way that if there's no fans, how they could kind of pump in crowd noise and fans still be a factor. And you could, I think this is very practical. You could definitely do it. What if there was an app okay. that, let's say, you have the Houston Texans app or I have the Philadelphia Eagles app and it there was like a button that you could press on third down. So you kind of like jam the button on third down and then that sends a signal, and then it, it, it does, like, a barometer. So, like, you know how, okay. like, uh, in 2K, when the other team's shooting the free throw, yeah, you kind of hit, hit the, the triggers, bar- and then yeah. it yeah. shakes their controller, like, it pumps in crowd noise to the video game, like that. But for the stadium, you have a person from the uh, from the NFL, so not anybody from the home team, so you can't have a person from the NFL who's monitoring this app, and everyone at home, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 fans on their phone, on third down or on goal line stands, who are hitting this button, they calculate all that stuff that's kind of, the numbers oh, that are coming okay. in, and then they can turn up the volume according to the numbers that's that are That's what you have through.
2: to do. You just have to make a replica yeah. of that dial. Exactly. And have so many people hit it and you can see what they're doing. Exactly. It just, Could
0: you, Matt, you so cool. it's fan engagement. Yeah. And it's helping the, the
1: you're going to have the whole world Watching it, so they're all just gonna be like, Hey, screw it. You know, just, just you imagine all
0: those
2: people just like, I dislike Tom Brady. no
0: obviously, you, you'd you have to have it from a decibel range, like realistic. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, if there's um, you know, three million people watching the game, you couldn't make it like three times the the noise level of Seahawks because that you'd play. Well, I think it, it'd, be one, those, death, those, it'd just, be one of those
2: things where like you'd have to sign into the app and then you know, get what, like a favorite team, and you're only allowed to do it for that team. Well, yes,
0: but what I'm saying is like, for instance,
2: openly yeah. doing
0: it. Well, the thing is, you. you they they track all that stuff, right? You see it at the Seahawks games, they show yep. oh they're over to 120 decibels. That's you know fa- higher than a you know a, a plane engine yeah. off or whatever. So you can take the average of that from last season or past season. And say okay, we know that at peak games in Kansas City, they can reach 120 decibels. So that's like the highest they can get. Yeah, pressing, everyone pressing the that button, that's the highest they can get. Right? Yeah. You can't go over that. But you get fan engagement. Yeah. So you get people who are who are going to watch the games more because maybe they want to interact. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the fans, the 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 players still have that home field advantage. My, my right?
1: only problem is the delay. Because you have been out there in the tell lot, or if you're tailgating and the game's going on, you hear the cheers before it gets on your TV. Oh and that's yeah. just right outside. Yeah. So I mean, with an app, you could be three or four seconds. So you're hitting hitting it, hitting the hitting it, and they've already kicked the field goal or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean obviously this is just kind of a half-baked I, idea. I, but I, I think it was
1: a great I, idea. I think it could work. I, I yeah. think it could work. It, it's just definitely – it's got to be kind of tweaked here and there. But I think yeah. that, that's, a, that's a cool fan engagement, getting people involved
0: in the NFL.
1: I don't know who came up
0: with that. But, that was uh, Rich Eisen. I was watching on the Rich Eisen nice. show, and he brought that up. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so another thing that they had brought up was um, – so Deshaun Jackson was on a Instagram Live with Lane Johnson – and one thing that he brought up is he wanted all the players mic'd up. So again, going back to basketball, and how cool would that be? Sign me up! Literally, like if there's no fans. Oh man! Get, and, and and what they were talking about is like a way that you could do it is like say every other series you have a different position group. So maybe one series you mic up the corner and the and the receiver. And you're just focused on them for like a series, okay. or you know like the next series, it's the quarterback, and maybe you're hearing like the audibles a little bit more clear, and he's calling out the plays, and or maybe you don't do that because maybe you don't want to give away plays or whatever. You obviously turn it off during the huddles, but like you know, one is like the offensive line, so you hear the oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. one so yeah. run, Running backs, you can hear like the pops a lot cleaner, or whatever, yeah. like, like the
1: you so know. Sign me up for that. I say. 100% I'm in on that. I mean, the pads are big enough in the shoulder pads, you could easily put a little mic in there.
0: Well, they oh, mic yeah. up players all the time. Yeah, like, this isn't nothing new. It's just, now you have everyone mic'd up. Or you could, again, do like a fan interaction, which you vote the week before who you want mic'd up. Yeah. and Or you vote for the maybe, matchup. That you maybe make. that's
1: how you could do your fan engagement as well. You'd be like, hey, vote for the next series, which offensive player you want to, you know. Yeah, And then you go. And yeah. then just yeah.
0: turn on his mic yeah, the next series.
1: Could you imagine, hey, uh,
0: Hey, um, you're a, you're on the mic. Yeah. Like, well, again, you, you of <laughs> <laughs> Again, you make it like a minute or or twenty second delay, so that way you can cut off all the curse words because yeah, oh, you I know mean, mean, you have it at wide receiver corner, like it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, you know what I mean, but
2: just you imagine
1: Andre Johnson in and that Cortland Finnegan fight. I would love oh, to hear what going that. On yeah,
2: head. if I could have heard the draw up to that. that
1: or give me weird. give me a keep to leave. And, uh, Michael
0: Crabtree? Yes. Oh, I wanted man. to know. Yeah. Ugh. like, And then and that's the thing Like, I think even the most casual fan wants to hear that stuff. Yeah. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but if you told me baseball players would going to be mic'd up and that guy who was the pitcher who was like, I'm going to get you. M-. Like, you remember that guy <laughs> yeah, that yeah. showed up? Like, I was like, oh my God, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really watch baseball. You, like that. you would connect with the player. Yeah, but that, so I mean, much that wouldn't be that
2: hard. You could put a mic on the backside of the mound and
0: Now they just they just don't yeah, and I get it. You know, there's some things you want to protect, like secrecy of plays and stuff like that. I get that, but like in a in a league where there's possibly could be no fans, you got to find a way to keep your fans engaged that are going to keep them from keep them watching the game. Yeah, because it's going to be weird. You turn on a game, there's no (laughs) fans. Like what the hell? You know. So I think the and I think the home field advantage is such a right. I think there's such a big thing into home field advantage that if you could have a way that fans could pump in crowd noise or, or do something like that. Like, you can't tell me – and if you're, if you're a team, like, I'm a huge Eagles fan. I don't have the Eagles app, I'll be honest. But if you told me that I could kind of sway the the, the game, oh, i would down that in a second. So now you're getting your, – yeah. your app is going through the roof. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many valuable, like – components to this i so, feel like
1: with the the crowd noise thing what if you downloaded the app and then like you would check in before the game and then that would
2: determine your decibel so like, like i said you'd have to you'd have to like because if it has to be like NFL.com app yeah. where you sign in you give them your email address and then you pick a favorite team and you're always going to get alerts about that team. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what i mean and you'd have to do it like that so that way they're like oh you're a for instance a browns fan they're playing tune in and, and it's all related to the game because if you're just allowed to just broadly start. Well, that's what I'm in, saying. There'd have to could, be a you could check range. in. Maybe yeah. you could check in before the series or something,
1: and then that way, because you know you're going to have commercial breaks, so oh, if of you could do it during like the commercial break or before the series. And then that gives you the luxury if they do tie in the, the mic'd up players and picking the players that you want. You can do that as well.
2: Oh, yeah. So I guess that could th- be then part Never factor
1: it. in the delay there.
2: Yeah. That's
1: just, just, all I've been thinking of. Well, like, how would you successfully but, but you do just it you could play a commercial
2: delay. in between, like, in, like, a TV timeout to say, yeah. hey, you know, go to your app and blah, 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 and do it before. The play is yeah. actually that's because that's the only way. you're yeah, that's that's what what How doing, many yeah.
0: times do you, do you hear them come back for commercials? It's like, oh, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, <laughs> <laughs> two broke girls comes on to ABC, and I like you can, the you could have the announcers plug it. You know what I mean? Well, like, I, make sure I'm you at you right. Make sure you you log into your team's app and you know do this this and this. I, I just I think there's so many pluses to that. And again, for me, mic up everybody. <laughs> like I want to hear. Nah, everything.
2: there's some people I, wanna, I don't even
0: the long snapper. Snap, you, you know what I mean? Announced. Like. Again, yeah, even if yikes. you like, vote for <laughs> John Weeks, yeah. mic'd up. Even if you want to hear just a specific matchup, like you 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 turn it on anytime you want, or like in between plays, like I think Odell and Norman were, when yeah, they were going. Yeah, like, I think so position
2: many, battles would be
0: cool. That would be the best one. You put it on like a would, uh, a left tackle and, and a DN. And a would yeah. you mic up coaches? I don't think you could because you could. I mean, they're the ones calling the players. Yeah.
1: It would be fun and to probably watch cursing the most. Yeah, I know Bill O'Brien
0: would just. That'd be
1: fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, staying in that arena of football, um, we'll, we'll kind of specifically go into some news that just came out this past weekend, or it was a Sunday or Monday, um, about Dalvin Cook, the Minnesota running back, Minnesota Vikings running back, holding out for quote a reasonable <laughs> extension. Um, he said he will not show up for training camp or beyond. And the question I have for you is, is this a reasonable ask? And before you answer that, let me throw some kind of stats at you. So we know he's productive. Last year, he was number two in yards, uh, scrimmage yards per game. Who was number one? Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. What did he just get? $16 million. Ooh. Who was number three behind him? Derek. Derek Henry, right? So he's probably going to be franchise tag, but that's coming in at about $10.3 million. Yeah? Okay. So if I'm if I'm Dalvin Cook, okay, I'm – the thing is, he's not asking for a market-setting number. He's like, give me a reasonable. So, so my question to you is, what is a reasonable offer if you're Dalvin Cook? How many years does he have left? Um, so he was drafted in 2017. So this would be his fourth this year is his final year. But he was a second – yeah, because he was a second-round pick. Okay. So he, so he doesn't
1: have the fifth-year option yeah. on top of it.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: – see, I-
2: And now look, I, I, I've looked it up, and let me let me kind of give you some numbers here. Okay. This is his fourth year. This is the final year of his contract, his rookie contract. He's getting $1.3 million. Okay,
1: definitely due for an increase. I would rate that.
2: With a $690,000 signing bonus. So the cap hit would be just over $2 million. Okay. $2,021,000 and change. So, I mean. You know, I like D Cook.
1: The only bad thing. I feel like for him saying, hey, I'm going to hold out a training camp. You have a lot. It just, it, I feel like it's not the right time to do this. If he would have waited, maybe, or even if he came out and said, hey, I would like a new contract. But if you guys don't give it to me, I'm holding out. That's what kind of, I would circle him back. He probably didn't need to say that.
0: Well, I, mean, I don't know exactly <laughs> yeah. how he phrased it. Right, but I mean, right. I, I don't, uh, if I'm. So he came out and said that uh, – I think today I just saw a moment ago. He said he would be happy with $13 million. well, of course you would be. That's a lot. Yeah.
1: But I think – That's David Johnson money, and seen, <laughs> you're seeing what David Johnson Yeah, is. But, but I mean, if I'm
0: Dalvin Cook, that's exactly my point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah David Johnson I mean,
0: got 13? Are you kidding me? I was number two in the league last year in yeah. scrimmage yards. True. I yeah. mean,
1: but the only, my fault with Dalvin Cook is, you know, I've had him on fantasy for a few years. He's been hurt, hurt a lot. Yeah. So he got he,
0: hurt last year, and he did great. He's, he hasn't had a full 16-game season in his career. Yeah. Okay. In, his, in his three years, he played like twelve games last year. Okay, and but that's the thing: twelve games, and again, number two in scrimmage yards per game. So when he's playing, he's oh, he's, awesome. he's electric. Another thing uh, was the Kirk Cousins effect. So whenever he's on the field versus off the field, when he's on the field, Kirk Cousins QBR sixty one, off the field fifty eight. So not a huge drop off, but right. maybe a little noticeable. Um, going down completion percentage when he's on the field seventy one, when he's off sixty six. Okay, that's a little, you know, yeah. kind of hesitant, you know uh yards per attempt, eight and a half. When he's off the field, seven point four. And this is the big one for me. When he's on the field, his touchdown to interception ratio when Dalvin Cook's on the field, Kirk Cousins' touchdown to interception ratio is fifteen to one. Wow. When he's off the field, ten to five. So two to one, as opposed to fifteen what, to 15 one. Fifteen to one. Yeah. Fifteen to one's Aaron
1: Rodgers, man. That,
0: you know what I'm saying? So weird. and and if I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm like, Well, you guys are backing up the Brinks truck for Kirk Cousins, and I'm the reason why he's playing yeah. so well. Yeah. Let's be real. Like
1: I don't know. You have
2: to give credit to Gary What's Kubiak, it, baby. Yeah, on zone what I i
0: I'd,
2: I'd call him in and be like, Look, you want thirteen million. That's in between what one and three are making, more yeah. or less.
0: It's right in the middle. Yeah.
2: But you only played, what'd you say? Twelve of the sixteen 12. games. So I'll give you three quarters of that because you played Three quarters of the year.
1: So what is that like?
2: Nine million
0: dollars. Million? Is that does that not seem reasonable for me? If I'm if I'm Dalvin, I would accept. And if I'm Minnesota, I think a legit deal is about ten. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I would say I would compromise with ten. Oh but, yeah, because yeah. you got to look. At he's, it. he's
0: not. He he wants a, a reasonable extension. I'm like, dude, I'm not asking for the moon. Like, I yeah. just want like something decent. Because again, I couldn't imagine thirteen mil.
1: You know, because you also have to factor in you this offseason wasn't kind to running backs. Todd Gurley essentially got cut, who just signed one of the biggest contracts. And then you had David Johnson, who got traded because his contract was insane crap. Yeah. And then you had Melvin Gordon, who was holding out for a big contract that
0: backfired and that
1: <laughs> quickly. Yeah, so, I mean, and then you even have uh, was it uh, Devontae Freeman? He's still out in the market. You know, is he from the yeah the Falcons? He might be an eagle. So I mean, you have all these guys. um, Nobody might be an eagle. No, for real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Do you want him? (laughs) No,
2: absolutely not. Would you take him over Carlos Hyde?
0: Well, Carlos Hyde already signed, right? Yeah, I know.
2: I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, but like, I mean,
1: it, it wasn't kind to running backs. I mean, Cook. I definitely think he deserves it. Can he stay on the the field though? That's that's a big if there. That's it's, that's my thing. Your durability
2: is what's gonna you know
1: do but, it for me. I mean, I if I can get him with a nine to dollar hit, absolutely, I'll do that. Uh, I'll give him a, a four year forty million dollar deal. You know, give him twenty five million million guaranteed. Sign me up.
0: <laughs> so here's yeah. the thing. So check this out. So. Uh, unrestricted free agents, running backs for next year. Okay, would be Dalvin Cook. Yep, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. Oh, shit. Chris Carson, Eesh. Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, and Kenyon Drake. So this is the year to get your money yep. because if you're holding, out, if you're going to wait till next year, you got to you're going to go up against Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette. Well, let me take the Fournette out. Kareem Hunt, Chris Carson, like all guys who are gonna get big paydays. Yeah, so compared to what they're gonna make next year, you're probably gonna make even less than oh, what yeah. you would compared to Christian McCaffrey I mean, this I year. Mean, listen to So that. I think I that's guess. why he's trying to get a deal done now because if he knows if he waits till <laughs> next year, yeah. that number may be even lower. Oh yeah. He okay. could be going
1: a from you know 13 million, which he's hoping
0: for, to seven. yeah. You know, half that. So I think when he says, like, I you know, I'm not looking for. 14, 15, Crazy, give me, yeah. a, I think, 10, 11. I'm cool, you know? So that's just an interesting one. So if he come, if you're Minnesota and he comes at you and says, I want 13 million, do you take that? Because that's, that's what he said he wants right now. Or no. he said we, he would be he'd be fine with. It. No. Really?
2: I'd knock it to 9, 10. You're
1: good there. You know, if he if he meets me maybe 11, okay. I, I could do 11, but I, I wouldn't go any higher than that. Because like you said, next year you got all these running backs coming out. I could probably get one of them then. Yeah. and I would definitely get one and then I would just but,
0: he's, but at least he proved last year. He was better than all of them last year. Last year. Last year. Well, fair. Yeah. But who but says he doesn't get better? He, he could get true. hurt again. Well, that's the thing. is Minnesota, Minnesota just, they run the hell out of the ball. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, Madison and all of them. Yeah. So that's why. Uh, what's his name? Um, Thielen was pissed off. He wasn't getting the ball. And then. Stephon uh, Diggs. Stephon Diggs got mad. Now he's gone. Yeah, Stephon
1: Diggs didn't get the ball. Thielen got the ball. Kyle Rudolph killed it, but yeah.
0: Thielen at least came out and was like, "Yo, I need to get the ball more." Like the only doing is running. So if I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm like, "Dude, you have the, you know, your our best wide receivers are coming. In and I'm getting the ball more than they are. And you got this dude who can't hit the bright side of a barn. You know, when I'm not playing, like, and you got him, sixty million dollars this year. Give me something. Like, come on, man. I don't think is that much." If I'm Dalvin. If I'm you, I'm, they, I'm the same way. I'm at 11. I'm at 10, 11. Do they have
1: the cap, though? I mean, that could you be another. An I don't know with the Vikings. What about Clowney? You want to throw on that? If you're in Minnesota? No, I mean, just like the whole Clowney thing. You, you know, We've heard a lot of rumors here. This guy, unfortunately, he got hurt again last year. There's been some injury concerns. Um, he got with three sacks last year. Yeah, three once. To be three and a half. Like a Von Miller contract, He was like five year, hundred mil. He's been offered essentially all I've heard is from Seattle. He, um, it was a one year, fifteen million dollar deal, yeah, almost fun. like a franchise tag. And then you have the Browns, which I've heard rumor it was a one year, eighteen million dollar oh, sign. I hope not. I mean, if you're Clowny, do you wait or do you
2: do you take one of those? I mean, man,
0: it mini camp start this weekend. Yeah. You don't got that much time.
2: Yeah, you're you know? going with somebody. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what his options are. I don't know what's on the table for him. But I can tell you this. You I think know. he'd be a good
1: fit for the Browns, man. I I know you you the big brownie over here, but you put <sighs> him with Miles Garrett. I Miles
0: mean, Garrett, would be insane.
1: I know, but
0: because
1: <sighs> I... your defense
2: is already pretty
1: solid, and then you gotta, they are you they got are the you,
2: de- the defense is solid. You have talent everywhere. I, I would agree, and I think I think adding him at his best is 100% worth it, but I've also seen him at his worst and it is bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean injury. I mean, when he's healthy and just not feeling it Yeah, that I can't, if you've ever seen the Browns play, that is the Browns motive in the early two thousands. I can't, I don't want to see more of it. I need, even if we're losing, I want to see guys giving it their all. And, watching him pull up on plays the way he does like I get given it 50 60 percent I get that but like thirteen and a half percent on something like like getting out <laughs>
0: of your stance and then you're done with the play I can't I can't get on board with that yeah yes. I mean he and he had that kind of label coming out of college play uh team uh Sorry, coaches were saying that he wasn't like a hard worker, and like yeah, they questioned his work ethic and stuff like that.
2: So. Well, I mean, I think he he knows when to play. He understands when yeah. when when did, an impact play is needed. You yeah, know what to I lace mean? Lace up the cleats and go get yeah, it. Yeah, but, but this, this be isn't, every. This isn't South Carolina in college anymore. People are these are professionals.
0: Yeah, yeah. You like, he, like he, you could just I'm going to choose to turn it on against you know, S, you know, uh, Florida, Florida, right? And then and then you turn it on and you get your way because. You're way better yeah. now. Like okay, I'm gonna turn it on, but you're still going up against a Pro Bowl left tackle okay, or well, right tackle. You I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna yeah. turn
1: it on every third down. The problem is first and second down, they could run for 80 yards. Yeah, every you know? never get to third down.
0: Yeah, it's, now it's third and one because you couldn't get to the quarterback. Yeah. All right, so we'll switch gears. Uh, we'll move over to the world of MMA. Um, and Conor McGregor uh, last night, or I'm sorry, Saturday night, uh, after UFC 250, he tweeted out that he was going to retire. Um, for those keeping track, well, for those keeping track, this is the third time he is "quote unquote" retired. Um, and my thing is, I think he's just frustrated. I think he's just a little upset. He said that he wanted to fight three times in 2020. It's June 9th, and he's only fought once. Um, and the funny thing is, is that the US and the reason why he, I think he's he's more pissed than he wants to actually retire. He doesn't want to stop fighting. He's retiring because he's pissed off, and rightfully so. He's the biggest draw. In UFC oh, yeah. history, oh, yeah. right? And they can't get him to fight. He said he wanted to fight Justin Gaethje, but Gaethje wants and honestly deserves to fight Khabib for the lightweight oh, title, yeah. Right? Definitely. Like, that, that should happen. It's already been, I think it came out today. They've already set the date. It's in September sometime, I think, right? He said, okay, well, let me fight Anderson Silva at a catchweight, right? And the USA he says, no, nah, we're not really interested in that. Which, dude, the fans would love that. Are you kidding I watch me? I would that for sure. Now, you, Anderson Silva is washed at <laughs> Oh, he's a right? relic. He is washed. But at the same time, like people still see him as arguably the A big greatest. Draw, of all time. Yeah, you know. So like, come on, two of the great. You know, people say the greatest martial artists of all time. Get them together, have them go at it. And they didn't want that, so he said, "Okay, well, let me fight Jorge Masvidal." And he said, "No, uh, Masvidal says he he wants to fight Kamaru Usman, which just ooh, also that the UFC is against. They don't want that to happen. Why? Because uh, now they ha- they just booked Usman versus um, uh, the dude who beat." Uh, uh, Tyron Tyron Woodley, you just beat Tyron Woodley. Did that? Forget his name. But anyway, they're basically telling Conor McGregor, the biggest draw in UFC history, we can't find a fight for you. How can any fight that he gets is going to be like some crazy numbers? Uh-huh. Granted, there's not going to be anybody in the stands. He should get the, the first one out of the bag, at least number two. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like. Like you
2: said, Sean, uh, Gaethje and Khabib, thats that gotta happen. Yeah. It, it has. Gaethje earns yeah. that. So
0: yeah. after that fight, you should get but I, number well, two I, pick. Yeah, but, I, but Connor doesn't want to wait. It's because that, that fight's not until September. So yeah. then you gotta give three more months after that to uh, to rest yeah. and get uh, training camp. Yeah, so October, say, November, December. He said he wanted to fight three times in 2020. I'm the biggest draw. Y'all gotta find somebody for me. And, okay, well, we gave you Cowboy in February. Now you're not fighting again until December? Like, come on, man, yeah. give me something. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. the I'm ready. reason why yeah. this company sold for $4 billion. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and he is just the tip of the iceberg of, of MMA fighters who are pissed off at Dana White. And I'll run through the gambit of it. Like, you have the biggest names in MMA who are coming out and, and 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 shit. Uh, excuse me, you know, poo-pooing on Dana White. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like so think about like this. It used to be back in the day, and I say back in the day as in like three months ago, Uh that like the the fighters coming up were pissed off because they weren't getting any money, right? They would get ten to they would get ten and ten. Ten to show, ten to win. Ten thousand to show, ten thousand to win, which is peanuts for getting punched in the head. You know, I'm I'm getting hit in the face. This company just sold for four billion dollars and I'm getting ten thousand to show. And if I if I win another ten thousand, that's twenty thousand. And again, you're fighting maybe Two, three times a year. Three times a year at twenty thousand. You make sixty thousand. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that great, but I'm almost making that much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on, I work yeah. for a nonprofit. And I'm yeah, I work, work at
2: a county park, yeah, and I'm and, I'm and no
0: one's kicking me in the head. <laughs> nah, you know, nah. Um, so you have now the top one percent are coming out, and now they're pissed off. So kind of run through it. Henry Cejudo, bantamweight champion, flyweight champion, Olympic gold medalist. He retires in the ring. Because he said they weren't paying him enough, right? This guy, get it? He's cringy. He's not good on the mic. It's he, hard for him to sell fights. But at the same time, he's arguably one of the best. I think he was like number three or number four in the pound for pound rankings, right? Mm-hmm. He's pissed off. John Jones, arguably the greatest yeah. of all time. In my mind, the greatest of all time. Yep. Yeah. Current pound for pound number one. He's asking to be released so he can go fight elsewhere. <laughs> because he's not getting paid enough, right? Dana White. Uh, a couple months ago, tweeted at him and said, it doesn't matter if you can fight, it's if you can sell. Okay, well, Dana White, let me throw some numbers at you. His last two fights, UFC 247 in Houston had over a $3 hey. million dollar gate, 17,000 in attendance. Wow. fight before that, UFC 239 in Las Vegas, a $4 million dollar gate, and wow. about same seventeen to 18,000 crowd range. So don't tell me John Jones can't sell a fight. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, Conor McGregor, again, biggest draw in UFC history. He's retiring because he says he can't get a fight, which is insane to think of, right? And then now you have Jorge Masvidal, who's really kind of leading the charge about uh, being pissed off at Dana White. And for, good re- <laughs> and for good reason. You look at some of the numbers. Um, he goes on Kenny Mayne the other day and says he wants to be released. Goes on ESPN and says, I want to be released. Power move, right? Man. And they said, well, why do you want to do that? Like, you just had that BMF made up Title, title, yeah, versus um uh Nate Diaz. What do you want? He said, Well, I should. I wanted to fight Usman for the title, and they said, No, we didn't want to, we didn't want to do that, right? Another reason why he's pissed off is because he says he wants more of the revenue share. Yeah. Revenue share in, in NFL is what 50%, yeah, and baseball, I think it's 47 yeah, something like that. He's getting 18%. UC fighters, on average, are getting between twelve percent and eighteen percent of the revenue share. That's terrible.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't go out there and get kicked in the mouth. I don't right? know what
1: boxing is. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean boxing's payday. They get so much.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing is they're already getting the base pay is so much. But if I'm getting ten thousand, I mean, granted, these are the lower level guys, and and these guys are making millions. Yeah. But another thing that they said uh, that Masvidal is pissed off, and for good reason. They said uh, they paid him X amount uh, for that BMF belt. It was a made-up belt that they just wanted to get sell some tickets. It was him and Nate Diaz. They said we'll pay you X amount for this, but now they want to pay him less for the fight for Usman for the welterweight title. How does that make sense? That, that's you're paying me less for the actual real,
2: real title, like <laughs> yeah. the one that
0: actually means something. <laughs> yeah. Like how are you paying me less than you were for something that you just made up out of thin air? That doesn't make no sense. Um, couple reasons why all these people are finally coming out there's no fighters union there's no collective bargaining mm-hmm. there's it's relatively surprising. no revenue sharing at this point um and dana says that um you know there's no there's no gate revenue now because no one's coming to the to, to, the, the, arena. Yeah, to the arena yeah well fighters are saying we never got a cut of the gate revenue like no you fighters. aren't doing that anyway like so what do you mean like what sense does this make and so you have a lot of top name fighters coming out they're saying, hey, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. So yeah. you're
1: telling me they're going on strike,
0: it's, and so, if we're going
2: to go get together. We're going to make a CBA. Imagine a bunch of MMA fighters having a peaceful protest.
0: <laughs> well, the reason why it's so hard to go on strike is because so many fighters will fight for that small amount. Oh yeah. So it's like yeah, you have so many but guys. Are they going to sell? But I mean, that's the thing. But because I mean, if, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I not. Think, the, I'm i think, not the, think
2: that's the point they're trying to make. I'm if not the he doesn't sell, he doesn't make money. I'm not the biggest MMA guys like
1: you guys are, but if yeah, I have a guy did. like, say, Floyd Mayweather that everybody knows from boxing, and, right. and Conor McGregor is arguably the most popular person from MMA. He is the most popular. Okay. Person. Then they should be paid almost the same. Those ones should match up, in my opinion.
2: I mean, boxing? Yeah. Boxing has a lot more money than the UFC, though, so that's hard to say. Do, do they, though? Oh, yeah.
0: Because I, I feel I mean, like I would boxing think is old is money, money. Yeah. You know, know what I mean?
2: Because it's been yeah. around for so long, I would think so. But I see what you're saying. You should find the revenue for each year imagine that and, and, per- and percentage wise yeah. say well you know if we're making this much and you're giving you know Foxy, 35% if boxing makes
1: 35%. 20% more than the UFC then okay take Floyd Mayweather's paycheck 20% of that there you go mcgregor are you happy
0: you would think i mean it's just it's just insane to think that the, the largest draw in UFC history can't get a fight yeah and yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. you can't find anything for me like he'll sell you could put him up against me and we'll <laughs> set some sort of record because he'll find a way to oh he'll market like, it like yeah. come on man yeah. you know he's very good at, at, at putting himself out there so again I don't going back to McGregor he's not gonna stay retired I, I give him I, I, I give him three more do. months <laughs> but like because he's just one of those guys who got the itch to fight at all times so I don't see him retiring how old is McGregor uh 20 I think he's younger than me I think he's 28 29 Oof. See if I can find it out, but So, how many more years do you think he has left in him? Uh, fighting. I oh you no! Know I tell you about he's thirty-one. He is older than me. Sorry, he's thirty-one. Okay. But so, well, okay, his birthday's in July, so he's about to be thirty-two. But still, like fighters' primes are long or are, are older than you know, like other sports. Like John Jones was an isolated incident. He was like the youngest person out of the title. I think he was twenty-one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. He's still in his prime. He's the number one pound-for-pound guy. Yeah. So I mean, I would say – because, I mean,
1: UFC takes a lot out on you. So, I mean, I would say McGregor's probably go four absolute prime years left. So, he's 36. 35? 35
2: 35-36? I mean, is that – It's just – I think it depends on who he fights, how much he fights.
0: I think he's one of those guys that even if he's past his prime, he's still going to sell fights. Like Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz isn't the best fighter, but God, he's going to always sell a fight. (laughs) People love watching the Diaz brothers fight. You know what I mean? So it doesn't – you don't have to be the best fighter in the world to sell a fight. And it's insane for someone like Dana White whose company was built off the backs of guys like Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz who have gotten screwed royally for years and years out of money. Yeah, And so it's going to take – these big name fighters to come out and, and try to convince the guys coming up like, Hey, like, no, yeah, let's go to Bellator. Let's go to one FC. Like, let's go somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Anywhere,
0: else. you know, because it's always been shown or it's always been kind of whispered behind the, behind the curtain that Dana like screws his fighters. Like, financially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's finally coming to the light where guys are like, Hey, we're in a, re- like not a recession, but like, you know, we're in a, in a pandemic and we're trying to get fights and like, you're not, not, you're happening. not, it's not happening. You're not yeah. paying us what we're worth. Like John Jones, again, greatest fighter of all time. In my opinion, um, Conor McGregor, Henry Cejudo, you know, Jorge Masvidal, who's like on fire right now, yeah. he's selling fights like crazy. So you can't get these guys fights or to tell someone we're going to pay you less.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pay.
0: <laughs> it's just basically like, I'm gonna, like, if they were getting paid per game, like, okay, we're going to pay you. Fifty million a game for for the NFC Championship, and then we'll pay you twenty million for the Super Bowl. You're we'll like, wait, that is, what sense does that make? Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, that, I mean the or for, like the Pro it, Bowl. Yeah, is what would say. It, that's
0: like a, it's like a made up. There. Thing. It just doesn't make any sense, and it seems like with those four kind of leading the helm, I think they have so much influence on the younger guys that there could be a real change coming. I think.
2: I hope so because I'd hate to miss four guys.
0: That are in the prime, you know, yeah. they're bring a draw like
2: that. Yeah. I I would just I'd hate to see it. Now, granted, I'm sure they could go to like you said, like Pride or One FC or something like that, and those guys would sign him. Because I feel like know, a heartbeat. Wow, McGregor,
1: I, I feel well, for me, I feel like he doesn't like to lose. So the minute he starts to feel his phys- physicality just kind of diminish, or he starts to lose one or two, I, I don't think he'd come back. So thirty five, right. thirty six, if that happens. So you might have two great, awesome years left. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's check this out. Um, of the people kind of complaining, um, number one pound for pound is John Jones, right? right. Um, so he's number one. Conor McGregor is now number eight pound for pound. Oh, So it looks like they took out, because I guess he, they considered him retired, but they took mm-hmm. out... Uh,
2: Henry Cejudo? Henry
0: Cejudo. But he was like number four on the list last right. time I checked. So yeah, they basically had three guys in the top eight. Uh, of the pound-for-pound pound rankings pissed off, and that's just not good business.
2: Nope. Nope. You know? You're not going to sell like that. So
0: it's going to be interesting to see um, how it goes from here, man. So um, we're about running out of time. That's where we're going to wrap things up. Make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram. What's that Instagram title? Yeah, man.
2: Uh, follow us on Instagram, MSM Productions. MSM Productions 2020. Um, you can email us at msmdailymail at gmail.com. Uh, give us what you got. I think a few more emails and we can come up with a mailbag.
0: All right. We'll look forward to hearing you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.